Well, it feels weird to be talking about this, but today on Savvy Citizen, we're talking about an event, a real life event, one that you can go to in person. And no, not over Zoom, physically go to. It's gonna be at the Gaston County Museum of Art and History. And today we're talking about Shoulders in the Courtyard, their first ticketed event of the season and a great opportunity to get out and enjoy some live music and see some great artwork. Jason Luker and Alex Brooks are joining us today from the Gaston County Museum. Gentlemen, thanks for coming back in. So yeah, so this is, uh, like you said, it's our first ticketed event of the year since the pandemic, opening it back up to the masses. We have had for several months now an exhibit of David and Robert's art over there at the depot. And so this will actually be sort of the last hurrah of getting folks out to see it. This is the day before the exhibit actually closes. Okay. And they can come out and have an evening listening to the guys play in the backyard. It'll be David, Robert, and then I believe they're bringing in their bassist, Corey, um, from the Serpents to play with them as well. And we'll have Old Dallas Brewery out there serving up some of their craft beers. And with your ticket, you actually get a chance to win a piece of either David or Robert's art. Oh, that's cool. That's right. And for those who who know about the museum and have been uh, patrons of the museum for years, this is kind of a throwback to the old Blues Outback concerts that we used to do. Okay. And so this is kind of a uh, homage to the concert series as well. So it's a good way to kick off the summer and end our fiscal year with the museum and, and enjoy some really wonderful local talent and local artists. Well, it's it's hard to beat being able to, to just relax outside, listen to some good music, take a look at some locally produced art and have a nice cold beverage. I mean, exactly. That oh, sounds yeah. like heaven. And you're supporting the museum. Right. So what if people are interested, where can they get tickets? Where the tickets run? Hop on our Facebook. Uh, we have an event set up there. The uh, tickets are being sold through Eventbrite. Okay. They're 10 bucks a ticket. And like I said, that gets you a chance into the raffle as well. You can always buy extra raffle tickets if you want uh, when you get there. And you can also come that evening and buy a ticket at the gate. Okay. Do you have kind of a, a capacity limitation at, at some point? Backyard. Yeah. <laughs> until, so, until we feel uncomfortable, that's the limit. You're going to set it somewhere between uh, a nice gathering and rager. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but the music will change exactly. <laughs> depending on the crowd. Then we're going to get that bassist really involved. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a thumping beat. Yeah. Indeed. Well, we we have a um, we have a slot for about 200 folks. Okay. So. And also for the with the tickets, uh, 12 and under are free. Yes. Oh, nice. Bring the kids. Bring the kids. Cool. And you talked about, uh, you said it's a little bit of a throwback. What did, what did you guys used to do with that and kind of the, the blues and different things like that? Is that something that you would potentially bring back or is that, is this just kind of a one-off sort of thing? Well, we're kind of used this as, as a, a template for us to a certain extent. We wanted to see if people are still interested in doing those type of concerts in the backyard. I know there's a lot of different venues now and a lot of different organizations. It's great being able to provide, you know, concerts and, and outings for our community. And we just wanted to see if, you know, if we do something like this, would people want to come back and would want to do it even more? We've always said people say, oh, I want to come to Blues Out Back. And I, it got to the point, it's like, uh, really? Because <laughs> you stopped coming. Um, so <laughs> so that we're going to kind of see how, how true that is. This may be a, a one, one time only, you know, David Childers, come see him play, win, win some art, or maybe a continuation. It's so nice, to, just kind of like a breath of fresh air to be talking about backyard concerts and just... Oh, yes. You almost hesitate to say it because you look around and you feel like you got to knock on wood or almost whisper it. But like, it feels so normal. <laughs> right. It feels like normal life again, and it like it's it almost weirds me out because it's like it 
Is Are we allowed okay? to do this? Is this, is this cool? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just like, a, uh, it, it, has the governor said anything right. lately? <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it definitely feels that way. Even for us organizing it and putting sure. it together, like, oh, man. <laughs> Wow, it's been a while. I mean, we and it's it's really interesting because we did some tours on uh, Saturday with the and the National Trail uh, Trail Day. Oh right! And we just had all these people kind of walking around. You're just kind of I was sitting in front of you know, about to do a tour of 20 people, and I realized I haven't done this in a year. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a thing. It's 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 wild how you know you got so i don't know claustrophobic in yourself uh with the pandemic and now that it's opened up it's just so liberating you're almost feel like you're you know you're breaking the law or you know you're gonna have to go to your pastor for forgiveness <laughs> later on it, it's just really interesting or you almost forget like how do i do social interaction you're like hi fellow humans <laughs> right. yes, exactly. i like things do you like things <laughs> right let's go get food <laughs> you know it's, it's yeah we're all awkward right now right <laughs> Global awkwardness. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, so, Alex, you would actually work with both of the Childers on a video project. And, it, I mean, yes. it turned out it was fantastic. I well, mean, thank you. Got a, thank you. Got a chance to watch it. And tell me a little bit about kind of how that project got started and what it took kind of putting all that together. It was interesting. It was So, what this was was, was something we did over the pandemic, actually. Actually, at the start of their exhibit was was when we did it. And it was just sort of a way because, you know, we, we couldn't do like artist talks where, you know, we have because the pandemic was still right. going on. So we couldn't have, you know, the, the artists coming in and, and chatting while people were looking at the exhibit and such. And a lot of museums were doing like online talks where they would have the artists, you know, sure. hop on Zoom or, or, or Facebook Live. We sort of discussed doing something like that. But then it was like, you know, especially with David and, and Robert both, but with really with David, you know, there, there's such a history you know, with the family and, and, you know, his life. And then when you add Robert to the mix and everything, it just sort of gets this even bigger thing. It's like, that, that is so much more than what we want to just sit there on Zoom right. and talk about. So we thought, well, you know, that might be sort of cool to do a little, like, mini documentary mm-hmm. with them. And originally we were thinking, oh, we'll do, you know, every other video we had done up until this point throughout the pandemic, it was like, you know, 10 minutes max. Right. Um, it's like, you know, everybody has a very short attention span. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's being inundated with, with stuff online. We, you know, we're not, not going to go further. So we thought, okay, well, we'll, we'll sort of, you know, we'll just go and film a bunch of stuff and then we'll, we'll cut it down. We'll edit right. it down. Right. And, and believe it or not, we did, <laughs> <laughs> we did edit it down, but we, we got out there. So we, we called David up and, and he and I, uh, he was like, yeah, you know, just come on over. We set up a day and, uh, Robert came over that day, his, uh, his son, and we just sat there and basically just sat and chilled and talked in his living room and walked all around the house. And, you know, he took us into his art studio and they we ended up setting it up where they, they played some music for us while we were there and just basically made a whole day of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a few few key points that, you know, they he talked about, you know, David had talked about, you know, where he grew up in Mount Holly and everything. So. Afterwards, you know, we, we rolled out to, to that street and, you know, got a little bit of footage there right. and different things. And as we were talking about, we we came back through um, uh, Josh Braswell, uh, who does all of our videography for the museum. Right. Um, Very talented guy. Yeah. He and I were... Don't know anything about him. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so we, he and I sat down and, and, you know, we were looking through all of this and, and he was like, well, you know, what's what's our time stamp again? You know, what are, what are we looking for? And I'm like... Uh, 
maybe 45 minutes. <laughs> We're going up, 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 up this just a little bit. So, right. we, so we started actually looking in and it was it was interesting because we we kept Jason and and Ali Pisa, our, our assistant director, away from it for a little bit. Because <laughs> um, like I think this might if we tell them we're doing a full on documentary, I think this might come across as a little scary. <laughs> sure, it would have come across scary. <laughs> so I mean, we that's, that's a big mouthful to to chew there. Yeah, so we basically did. Um, it was still a rough draft, but I mean we we basically put together a rough draft and uh, it put it together as a documentary. And then we sort of had a little a little premiere, a little screening for some of the staff and said, okay, you know, this is this is what we're looking at doing. Mm-hmm. And thankfully they loved it. Yeah. <laughs> we did. We were asking, do you want to add more? Can we do, you know, what's our number two gonna cover? You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, so we we did that and we sent it to David and Robert and let them see it and sent it to David's manager. Okay. And he he saw it and checked it out and they uh, since then we, we premiered it live um, on Facebook live on Facebook premiere and had several people check it out. It still it still is on the we- uh, museum website and it's also on our YouTube channel, uh, so folks can still go out and see it. But uh, it's been sent to PBS, possibility of, of being played on PBS, and oh, uh, wow. it's also been sent to a couple of film festivals. So we'll see. That's awesome, and it, it, I know that uh, in talking to Jason. Not long after you guys put that up, I mean, the numbers on YouTube were pretty phenomenal compared. To, I mean, just it compared was. to what you guys normally do. And oh, I, I was it was extremely yeah. We um, we ended up getting uh, on YouTube specifically. I, d- I don't know what our current numbers are up to. I know for the on Facebook, um, we were up over fourteen thousand. Yeah, fourteen thousand. Yeah. So it was it was nice. It was nice to see. Yeah, a lot of good compliments. A lot of lot of people sharing it. Actually, had a buddy of mine in Charlotte call me, and uh, <laughs> he was like, "Dude, I just walked in." Uh, he's real big into the music scene, okay. and he he said, "I just walked into a recording session, and your face was on the on this big screen." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> he said, "Yeah." He said, "He said you're talking to to uh, David Childers," and I was I was like, "Oh my god!" And apparently, they were. They were broadcasting it for, wow. for folks at the place. So he's like, yeah, there's about 200 folks sitting here watching this thing. That's phenomenal. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely made the rounds. Well, and just being able to to get that level of exposure. I mean, obviously, you know, David and Robert are, are fairly well-known artists, mm-hmm. even outside of this area. I mean, yes. across the country and definitely. globally. But, you know, for, for a project that you guys have worked on, to, to have that turnout so well is, is got to be gratifying. It was, it was. Um, and we've, we've actually got a couple more planned, yeah. um, since that one, you know, did go over so well and we got a lot of folks asking us, you know, when, when's the next one? Mm. Um, so we, there are more coming. <laughs> so maybe, you know, for, for folks that are interested in, uh, maybe coming out to, to this ticketed event, you know, take a little bit of time, watch yeah. the video beforehand. It'll give you some great background as, you know, Definitely. if you don't know a bunch about, who David and Robert Childers are, mm-hmm. learn a little bit about their art, about their music, about their lives here in Gaston County. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a really good look behind the curtain. Yes. Um, yeah, and it's it's really interesting, with, you know, because I feel like, um, and, I, and I could be wrong, this could just be my perception, I feel like a lot of folks know David and or Robert as one or the other, as either mm-hmm. musicians or as artists, and they're really so much of both. It's, yeah. it's really interesting. They have that utter coolness as musicians where they can just pick up really any instrument and just start playing it. And it's like they're masters of it and they meld well and can play together well. And, you know, 
Um, it's it's really incredible to watch. But then you know you start you go over here to this painting and start talking about it, and you know they're rolling out with like you know all this knowledge of other artists and, you know, comparing it to different movements and, and talking, you know, really in depth about the subject and the thematics and everything. And it's just like, yeah, this is, this is cool. <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting when you, you talk about, you know, the museum, obviously museum of art and history, but um, this is bringing history, so to speak, to life. I mean, these guys have made history and what they've done in Gaston County and obviously not done yet. Oh yeah. That's, that's part of the, what we want to see happen is that these are living legends. And I think a lot of times when you, you know, you have guys in your, na- in your neighborhood or in your community like David and Robert, you don't think about it. You know, you go see them at the, the local place. I mean, even like on, when we're doing the, the, uh, the tours on Saturday, they were out there performing and people were just kind of walking around. You, you almost want to say, do you, do you, do you know who these people are? <laughs> right. I mean, I know you know them, but do you know it? What, right. what, what they have done, how they were looked at in the, in the world. And it's just a great opportunity for us to be able to highlight them and all to talk about their history and talk about, you know, what they've meant to, to our community, how they've, you know, come from our community. And it's just been a true pleasure to get to know them. And, and, and they're so just down to earth kind of guys. Yeah. They would, you know, almost be embarrassed to a certain extent if we talk so lovely <laughs> about them, yeah. but they do. I mean, they have, have that knack of, and have been able to touch into the lives and the, and the, the experiences of uh, Gastonians and put it to word and put it in art. So you talked about the fact that this is, you're getting ready to wrap up the exhibit and this is one of the last chances that people are going to have to, to view it. Yeah. What do you guys have on tap once you've moved this exhibit out? Well, one of the things we're really excited about doing, speaking of local artists is uh, we're going to have uh, Bigger's family pieces coming in. Uh-huh. Uh, Jim Bigger's in particular is going to be uh, some of his artworks going to be on display throughout the summer, which is, you know, for those who don't know the, um, the Bigger's family, um, most notably John T. Bigger's, who is the most well-renowned artist to come out of Gaston County, uh, African-American artist. And is you know, just his work has been a touchstone for so many others. And, um, he worked really close with his uh, nephew, uh, which is was Jim Biggers, a beloved uh, member of our community. And we're going to have some of his artwork on display over the summer, which is really touching for us uh, to have this chance to have Jim's art back in the, mu- in the museum and be able to showcase it over the summer. That'll be our, our high point for the summer is to showcase that art. So we're going to kind of end with, um, you know, we'll, I guess really kick off the summer with, with the concert with the children's. And then over the summer, we'll have... Um, the Bigger's artwork up, and it's just a, a great, great time to celebrate Gaston County. Yeah. What's it been like for you guys as you've kind of moved further and further from, you know, basically very limited, you know, restrictive guidelines to, hey, we're able to open up the museum more, we're able to have people back in and people visiting. I mean, it's uh, after, I mean, we, we talk about the fact that it's been, gosh, what, 14 months, something yep. like that. Mm-hmm. That's got to be refreshing to, to, to have people back and, and being able to enjoy some of the stuff in person again. It is. It's, it's wonderful to see people in the hallways again. It's wonderful to see people looking at the exhibit, hear voices other than our own. Um, walking it's through the not building. haunted. It's not, well, um, that's, a, that's a story for, our, for October. Right, right. Um, but it has been really a pleasure. And, you know, and I... Um, I'm hoping more people will be able to come out and, and know that the building is open and open for visitation. 
and we'll come see, you know, you know, it's a great opportunity to be able to see some talking about the biggers, be able to see that artwork here in Gaston County is a wonderful chance to come out and do it and just enjoy the building, enjoy being out and not, you know, I mean, so many of us were like our, we're treating going to the grocery store, like, you know, (laughs) or a mission, you know, this is a mission. It's like, I got to get my gloves on, get my mask on, make sure I don't make eye contact. Right. You know, know, that kind of thing is like, are these, do I need to sanitize each egg? I'm not sure, (laughs) you know, and and to break through that and just kind of walk through a building and and just enjoy it is, is been great. And we, and we have this wonderful little art uh, display outside that was done by the high school students. Yes. 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 Beautiful. And to be able to come and see that and draw your own art underneath it uh, with using chalk and, you know, just having kids being able to do that, it's just been really fun. Was that a project unique to this year or is that an ongoing partnership that you have? That's uh, So it was unique to this year, although we already have plans to, to revisit it again next year. Okay. Um, so this was actually, we this sort of grew from a, a school program that we, we already had in place, which was our, they, ca- they call us Vandals, okay. um, which is a street art and graffiti program that we do with the middle school and high schools. And with this one, what we were able to do with a, a, a grassroots, through a grassroots rent from uh, Gas and Arts Council, which they give those with programs in mind that can actually bring working artists into the county mm-hmm. um, for interaction with, with the community. And so what we did was we hooked up with Bree Stallings, for those who are not familiar with her, she is a, a local Gaston County native who is a phenomenal muralist, um, street artist, artist in general. She's got murals all over the place, uh, she, and including several here in Gaston County. In fact, if you've gone down Franklin Boulevard, she did the United Way murals. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, and, and like I said, she, she's done several others as well. So we brought her in to work in tandem with the high schools. And we ended up hi- having six high schools join us for this one, which, I mean, you know, like I said, we were still in the pandemic, so everything right. was a little, little crazy. And these were the art classes, so uh, unfortunately for them, <laughs> it was even uh, slightly even crazier. But what we did was we basically gave them all a th- an overarching theme. So our overarching theme was One County, Many Voices. Mm. And then on top of that, each school had a one-word sub-theme. Okay. And they were given one color. So they, everybody had a, a palette of black and white, and then your school had one individual color that you could use in addition to that. Hmm. And they got to work with Bree. She sort of mentored them through the process, uh, met with them a couple of times, chatted with them offline, away, you know, away from class time with some of the students. It, it, was, it was really a really great little partnership. But she sort of mentored them through this as a professional artist who's working in the field, you know, able to come in and, and chat with them as to what this was about. And so they designed their own murals, and they had to work as a group. Um, it wasn't just, you know, one student designing their own thing. They right. had, had to work in tandem. The museum, through the grant, was able to provide all the materials, and they produced their individual murals. We collected all of the murals and put them on display at the museum. So they're actually outside at an outdoor installation at the museum right now up through the summer and then the plan and the hope is is come next school year they'll actually travel to the schools that participated and hopefully next year we'll be able to get all of the high schools involved and we'll have an even bigger one well that's awesome and i think for kids that you know have an inkling of you know i really enjoy art and want to see if this is something i could pursue as a career or even not even if it's just something that they really enjoy sure and want to keep 
doing as they grow older. I mean, the ability to work with somebody like like Bree is, mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know, hard to beat something like that. I have to say, you know, myself growing up and, you know, being heavily involved in the arts and everything and then going around to the classrooms and seeing the kids, you, you get a lot of this. And I think, you know, it's well-intended, you know, from families. And, I mean, I, I admit I, I got it from guidance counselors and teachers as well is, you know, you can't have a career in the arts. Right. Um, it's the whole starving artist type mm-hmm. of mentality. And, you know, certainly that's a, that's a very viable thing because it, it really is something that you have to treat as a business you have to be able to do business as well as produce the art. Right. And I think that's where a lot of people, you know, just sort of like, they'd see you just drawing pictures, basically. <laughs> and, you know, how, sure. how can this put food on your table? So I think it's a really, really nice opportunity, something like this, where they actually get to work with someone who is putting food on the table, actually doing art and saying, no, you, you can actually have a, a viable, make a viable living, you know, being an artist. You just have to do all these other considerations right. as well. You have to be your own PR person. And exactly. And you know, and, and but that there's different avenues for it because, I mean, you know, and that was one thing about Brie that I, I really enjoyed working with her, working with these kids is she gave a really nice background as to, you know, this is where I came from. This is what I did. And this is this is how I have to work. And mm-hmm. it's not just, you know, here, let me go over to this wall and paint it. Right. You know, it's it's the marketing and it's it's the back, you know, the talking you know, in, in conference rooms sometimes and selling yourself as an artist. And it's also with the artwork that they did was just so moving. I mean, you know, granted, I'm the director of an art museum, and so <laughs> I can be a little artsy-fartsy when I want to be. But, you know, to know that these are these are done by, you know, students, yeah, um, by young people, and it's being done during the pandemic. And it's been done to look at this, you know, you know uniting of Gadsden. And it's just, I just found the artwork extremely moving. And, and just like a reflection on the great kids we got in this county and the talent we have in this county. We say that every year because we do an, an annual art show that, that shows art from our different school systems and our different grades. And it's always really well received. We always are surprised. I don't know why we keep on being surprised, <laughs> but we always surprised. Like, oh, this, this is really good stuff. This was just a, just a cut above. I don't know if it was just the, you know, the experience they had with Bree. I don't know if it's just the, the experiences they're having this year just made them laser focused. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's just me being going through this year and, and looking at this art. It just, I found myself just really enjoying it and really being moved with how these kids put this together and what they were saying through their pieces. It's just really touching. You know, I, th- I think too, it, I think the medium has a little bit of something to do with it too, because, you know, you brought up the, the school art show and, the school art show is always, it's always one of my favorite times because, I mean, like you said, you see some just really, really, cool really, really amazing stuff. Sure. But, you know, you also see, because they're having, the teachers are having to teach to a curriculum and they're having to get certain things. Right. You can You can usually tell, okay, you know, this is, we see... I won't say the same things, but you can tell, okay, this is this lesson, this is this lesson, right. you know, that right. type of thing, especially the, the younger grades. And so it's, once again, it's not always the same thing, but it's sort of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is such a different medium than what they typically work in. The whole vibe of, of the street art, and it's it's big and it's bold, and, you know, it's the colors and, and the, the whole idea, the whole vibe of it is just different. It's, it's different than... Hey guys, we're gonna draw a steel life today, or you know, hey, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna practice our portraiture, or, you know, right. flip through a magazine and find Let's your favorite celebrity, yeah, right, exactly. exactly, you know. So it, it's a little different, and just seeing some of the stuff, like like Jason was saying, some of the stuff that these kids came up with, I think one of the one of the ones that hit me the hardest, actually, you know, got me right in the feels, 
was one that was done by Warlock Academy. Okay. And there were the word, the sub-theme that they were given was hope. And there's no words anywhere on there. It's just, it's a very, very abstract piece. Hmm. Um, and it has these very stylized individuals on it. But down in the bottom corner, there's this one that is hugging a dog. And there's just something about that little, that little person hugging a dog that is just like, you're looking at it, it's like, wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, you feel it hard, man. I'm, I'm picturing it in my head. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to start crying. I mean, it's just amazing. Is is knowing, you know, who are the, who are the people who, who drew that and relating to them, but also knowing maybe some of the struggles that they're having to face that I don't have to face. But we still find comfort in that furry little companion we have in our house. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's powerful. Just you know, that's to me. You know, when you look at art, there's there's a lot of people that you know talk about, you know, the the stylized and the and the, and the techniques and and different things. But stuff like that, that's what gets me with the art. Is when it's just you're you're able to broadcast across multiple generations, multiple experiences, something that we can all relate to, but also recognize that. Your experience and my experience, though similar, are very, very different, and that's that's what they did. That, that was, that's the one that's really big. But all all pieces of the artwork, I feel like, yeah, did that. Well, and you know, and that's that's actually sort of throwback in topic. But um, that was one of the things that like David and Robert were talking about in in the documentary was mm. both of them had always played with art, but it was it was really not something they put out to the public or anything like that. Just for you their know. own just yeah, kind of just, enjoyment. Yeah, exactly. You know, they, they talked about when they went over to the Netherlands to, to play. And, you know, they, they were over there touring around and got to see all the different museums and everything. And they went to the Van Gogh Museum, mm. and which is actually the title of the exhibit, is it all started at the Van Gogh Museum. But they were talking about, you know, how they were, they were roaming around the streets of Amsterdam and, you know, they were seeing all this street art and all these street artists and artists on the street, you know, not what we consider street art, but... Right. Artist, you know, set up with a canvas right. and easel and, you know, painting on the street. And uh, they were at the Van Gogh Museum and it was all so, it was, it was different to them. And it, it, they said it was just a totally different vibe with the art. And it, it was so much more accessible. Right. And it was so much more sort of in your face, but in a very, very just not blatant slap you up beside the face, but more, more yeah. of a, you know, just, hey, here's art. Look at it, enjoy right. it, you know, experience it. Robert actually says, you know, he, he said, this was the first time I actually felt like I can do that. I, I can mm. produce something that somebody else might get something out of. And so they came back and actually started producing and sort of, you know, putting it out there a little bit and, you know, seeing, okay, it, you know, <laughs> are people interested? And people have been snapping it up ever since. You know, Robert got a good year residency to go and, and work on his art. David sells his stuff like, Constantly, oh, <laughs> you can't hardly buy a piece of David's art. It's like, ask David, can I buy a piece of art? He's like, nope, you can't. I'm, I'm done. I'm not done doing anymore. So yeah, Definitely. well, I would even say their, you know, their art in the music genre, mm-hmm. you know, has been always there, and and it being such a, a part, it's almost like they're they. I find it very interesting. Well, I became an artist, you know, when I started, you know, doing these paintings. Like, brother, you know, you're. You were always, well, an, always artist. an artist, man. <laughs> you know, as soon as you picked up that guitar in, in Chapel Hill and started strumming, the art started pouring out and it never stopped. And and their ability, I mean, it, it, it harkens me back to when you read about the the strike ballads and you read about the music they were doing for, I mean, uh, maybe it's just I, that's what I hear or, or because I know David's done some of that work. But it 
it correlates that in a little bit. It's like how, you know, what they said about the strike battles was it was music that people can relate to. Mm-hmm. You know, it took their thoughts and feelings about what they were going through and put it in song form. And that's what David has done. I mean, uh, there's one song he, he did stuck in my brain like I can't get it out. It's called Greasy Dollar. It's not even one of his big hit, you know, songs. And it's just, you know, I'm talking about, you know, wanting to have a, a fun life and, and a, you know, frolic and all this kind of stuff, but I got to get up and earn my greasy dollar mm-hmm. um, and earn it to the day I die. And I was like, oh, God, who can, how many people on this planet can relate to that? You know, right. how many people in our county can relate to that? Got to go in and earn that greasy dollar. Yep. And that's the power that, that um, the, their art form, both in music, and I would even say now with looking at their their, their paintings and their sculptures they, they carry over, it just speaks to the, the life experiences and um, expectations that our community has had for a very long time. Yeah. What's been some of the feedback that you guys have gotten from the Children's Exhibit since it's been up? One of the things that <laughs> it's been interesting because some of the, the, the responses we've had is, you know, oh, I just love this art. I love this style. I love, you know, it's, it's a very, um, I refer to it as a kind of a folk art style. Mm-hmm. And then so you hear some people talk about, oh, I just, I just thoroughly enjoy the, the, the rustic and, and, and built in style. And then other people come in, it's like, what's with the Zeppelins? <laughs> <laughs> And then we asked David, it's like, what's with this? People want to know what's with the Zeppelin. It's like, I just like Zeppelin. <laughs> it's like, it's just, so it's, you no, know, it's, no deeper meaning. No, than that. <laughs> you sit there, you're sitting there pondering the Zeppelin. And you're like, why, why? Well, maybe he's saying some political thing. No, he just likes Zeppelin. He likes Zeppelin. <laughs> that's all it is. Some of the pieces, you know, it's just, and that's the beauty of David's stuff. It, it, you know, it's sometimes it's, it's what you put into it and then what, what he's trying to get across. See, I could see having fun with people and being like, if you can figure out the hidden meaning behind the Zeppelins, you're going to win a prize. Right. <laughs> There's a 50 buck bill on my table. If you, right. if you can figure out why I drew Zeppelins. So this Friday, June 11th, seven o'clock, seven o'clock, get your tickets online through the, the County Museum's Facebook page, or you can get them at the door. Yes. Yeah. Or you can even call us and we can see what, we, you know, we can run it over the phone. Sure. Indeed. So if you're if you're not big on social media and you trust Jason Luker with <laughs> with credit with your details. credit card number, <laughs> he's easy to find. <laughs> Jason I'm now, at I'm now putting in a, an endorsement <laughs> for the county that the county does not. Use. <laughs> <laughs> where's, where's our legal team? <laughs> yeah, no, nah. I don't need it now. Nah. So yeah, bring bring, bring your lawn chair. Have a good night. That's Absolutely. right. Absolutely. And which you said you got a brewery. Um, yes, Old Dallas Brewery is coming out. Nice. Yes. And we also like to, you know, say a big thank you to uh, Sammy's yes. Restaurant. They've come in to kind of help sponsor this to help us um, cover the cost, uh, so we can do this type of concert. Even with the with the ticket prices, and a lot of money goes involved to do something like this. And they've sure. been a big supporter of um, of this concert. And so we would just like to say thank you for their their support. 